Jesus. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Wednesday. It's hump day. It's uh, you're halfway through. It's the day at which you hump the leg of your significant other just gently, sensually, while they're watching Love Island or something. What are you doing? Just hump day, isn't it? Why are you doing that? Hump day is what you do, isn't it? Hump. Doing anything for you? Not, not, not really. Steady job and a couple extra potatoes. That's all I want. You're getting on. You're pushing thirties, lovey. You know it's time to think about getting some ambition. Oh, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid, that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy, and that's funny, and it's, it's, it's kind of cool, and it's interesting, and it's edgy, and all of that. It, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you, and if you don't play that out, you actually fail. Ladies and gentlemen, oh, I've got to deal with that. That's, uh, that's occasionally funny, but it's just sort of uh, he he needs he needs to he needs to put it on a leash. Someone put that motherfucker on a lead. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Coffee and Memes. Welcome to Threshold.fm. Well, on to Facebook. Welcome to YouTube. Welcome to Wesley Snips. Snips, what have you got to say for yourself? We're here. We're queer, and you'll never take our Second Amendment rights. As ever, Snips, bring in the goods. Bring in the goods. Uh, how is everyone this morning? Tell me how you are. Tell me where you're listening. Comment. Tell me wh- which part of the world you are in. Uh, tell me what you had for breakfast. Tell me your hopes. Tell me your fears. Tell me your dreams. Tell me... Look, okay, if, you, if you've not already been sent some stickers, uh, competition time, tell me... How you would take Wesley Snips out on a date, what you would do. Uh, best comment by the end of the show, I'll send you a pack of stickers, no matter where you are in the world. Can't say fairer than that. Can't say fairer than that. Uh, where are the stickers? Why, why do I never keep any around here to flash them up? Anyway, there's one that says, um, shoe throwers are a genre. And another that says, uh, Threshold, Church of the Shoe Thrower. Uh, just much like this rather beautiful T-shirt. Look. Oh, they dazzle. They excite. Mm. Uh, yeah, fresh batch of those are dropped. Oh, that is, a, that is a quality piece of apparel. That is a fresh garm. That is a fresh and delightful garm. Just that one up there. Just... Give that a little kiss. Uh, you can get them now in the store. Threshold.fm slash store 20 notes. Send them to anywhere in the world. Don't mind. Honestly, I'm not bothered. Uh, right, look, I'll, st- I'll stop wasting your time. <coughs> uh, we've got some, some good bits, actually, today, just in general. Good bits of news. Good shoe throwers. Uh, Ed, Ed Rush remix of Mephius. you guaranteed to be in for a treat with that one. A track called Foxtrot by Bolt. Uh, Sensum by Chaser. I think that's on program. Most things are these days. Acre, lasers and stuff on Eat Brain. Uh, new Telekinesis on Blackout. A uh, track called Pikachu, spelt with a one. And uh, that's got loads of samples of Pikachu in it, because why not? Because of it for personal reasons, I guess. Um, and I'm going to play that forward bird. And maybe some other bits. Some little bits, some spicy bits, some shoe-throwy bits, or some liquid bits with Wesley Snips and his little red tits. Uh, right, look, news. Uh, we've got... Oh, I'm so saddened by this. So saddened. Um, d- detective dismissed from force for farting on shift and using foul language. It's our girl, Claire Fitzpatrick, a coffee and memes good, a certified coffee and memes good times girl. She's got the sack. Um, so that's pretty rough. Not happy about that. We'll get into it. I might start a petition. I, that could be the sort of thing that Threshold and Coffee and Memes and the Lobster Crew could get behind, couldn't it? 
Vegetarian dad's explosive rant at McDonald's uh, when they give him the wrong order. Twice. Whoa. The Lionel Messi of pigeons uh, sells for a world record £1 million. That's a, that's a pricey bird. Boy, he's done half look like a good pigeon, though. Boy, look at him. Look, his feet are all fine. They're not all, like, balled up into some horrible little nightmarish mess. He's not all covered in fag ends. Doesn't have one of his eyes, like, hanging out and some crooked thing on his wing. And he's, I don't know, he's wrapped up in one of those um, four-pack, you know, can-holder uh, things. Uh, yeah, that is a... That, that pigeon's fit, to be honest, isn't it? That is... a buff pigeon like pfft, I ain't got a million pounds but if I did I know how I'm spending it that's <laughs> oh, that feathery little prick fit um uh, what else have we got a oh, man who changed name to Michael Jackson raising funds to reverse it <sighs> oh, oh dear well if you will play silly games you're gonna win silly prizes aren't you uh, another name change. Friends inspires uh, friends inspires lads. Uh, Princess Consuela Banana Hammock name change. He looks like someone I used to know in Berlin. Um, Dan Cole, is that you? <laughs> That's a little personal joke just between me and Snips, I guess. Um, yeah, that he looks like an idiot. Okay, what else have we got? Woman nearly dies after injecting fruit smoothie into her veins. Millennials are out of control. Seriously, millennial women, have you got nothing better to do than, like, what you've learned? Probably, this has probably come from some fucking YouTuber, Kip the Vegan or something. It's going, oh, okay, so what you need to do is because you're all sort of emaciated and skinny from your lack of uh, decent pro- high-quality protein in your diet because of your, because of your vegan lifestyle and you only eat 700 calories a day, um, what you might like to do to inflate your muscles is to, uh, is to inject them with innocent smoothies. No! Don't. <laughs> Just get, stop it. Uh, distracted boyfriend meme couple being used by Hungarian government for pro-family policy. Look, you can't get more pro-family than, you know, a couple whereby the wife or one partner is prepared to overlook the other's wandering eyes, the other's wandering pervy eyes, just to keep the family unit together, to stick it out for the kids. You know, just to keep things, you know, just, you look, I, look, if I can't take the worst of him, I don't deserve the best of him. And um, that's beautiful, isn't it? God bless him. And God bless Robin Hood. Commie. Uh, anyway, um, what else have we got? Uh, my last got, oh, there's some bits from, um, hey, Shaquille O'Neal um, is working on music with Diplo, so the apocalypse must soon be upon us. Uh, I think if there is if there is no better sign of the forthcoming rapture, um, he also wants to work with Skrillex. He's got like a permit for a pit. Ooh, doubled big up pit. on that one. And just dug a big pit. I just walk in, play like the sickest sets. People just go nuts. Oh, baby Jesus. Baby, baby Jesus. Right, let's get into some of these shoe throwers. I think it's probably worth a go. Let's start off with this foxtrot bit. It's nice. Patrick on Facebook says they've apparently managed to reverse time in a quantum computer, whatever that means. 
Sounds like the end of the world. Almost certainly the end of the world. funky little bit. Yeah, this is Foxtrot by Bo. It's on Critical. Critical presents system number 15. Foxtrot by Bow. I guess that's uh, how you pronounce it. Uh, it's either that or Boo. Boo or Bow. Well, good, don't you know. Uh, listen, yeah, I'm gutted about this because I I, wanted all the best for her. She seemed like a freaking laugh. And, you know, like I say, she was a renegade cop. She was a maverick cop. She didn't necessarily play by the rules. But <laughs> she got results. Detective dismissed from force for farting on shift and using foul language. A female detective has been sacked for farting while on duty and using foul language. Yep, yep, got that. Uh, 44-year-old detective constable Claire Fitzpatrick repeatedly used the word cunt <laughs> while, while working. She also asked a junior member of staff if he wanted an affair with a fatter, uglier, older woman. <laughs> and asked a female colleague if she had any cream for thrush while in the station. She was pulled up before a disciplinary hearing uh, where she admitted to farting outside the sergeant's office. This is like something out of brass eye, um, but, but, but maintained that she didn't do it deliberately. She told the hearing her bad language was just part of a culture of banter at the station. The mum of two said, I would joke about it. Sometimes I would speak like the character Borat and use the silly voice to say rather in than out. <sighs> she was accused of a whopping 25 counts of inappropriate behaviour. Which amounted to gross misconduct. Do they have? Is that like a? Is that like a limit? It's like a power bar, and when you fill it all the way to the top, you get stung with gross misconduct. Should be. It's like you get. Well, you're going to get a yellow card for this one. You've only got another twenty-four of those before you get a red. She was dismissed from the Gwent Police Force, where she'd worked for twenty-two years. That's bullshit, man. You've twenty-two years of your life to something. All you've done is a bit of farting, used the c word, and you know, dropped a couple of couple of gags, a couple of jokes, and they fucking sack you off. What, we overflowing with police, are we now? Yeah, we've got too many police to go around. Might as well sack some for swearing. <sighs> it's pathetic. At the hearing in Quimbran, South Wales, she told the panel that the word cunt had uh, been replaced uh, by the word fuck as her swear word of choice. Uh, the hearing told that Fitzpatrick once arrested a motorist and told him that he was driving like a cunt. She said... The officer with me said, Sergeant, you can't say that to him. I took a deep breath with my head in my hands and said that I was sorry to the driver. 
Nick Gledge, who represented Fitzpatrick, told the panel she had never faced allegations of misconduct before, adding, she would often make herself the butt of jokes to jolly along an atmosphere, as it were. Fitzpatrick's colleague described her as having a unique sense of humour uh, and being crude with her comments. An email from a colleague told Fitzpatrick to apply the filter occasionally. Uh, the hearing also heard that the team was short-staffed uh, and could be seen as difficult to manage. Uh, Fitzpatrick admitted to the panel that she had used foul language but said she hadn't used it in a demeaning way. When you read the allegations, you you hang your head in embarrassment and shame, she said. Uh, you read that and you almost gasp and go, who is this individual? Having hit this position that I'm in, this made me realise how much I need to change, how much I need to be a better person. Ah, oh, come on, you just need to find some more appreciative people of your, um, you know, of your particular nuances and idiosyncrasies. Come on, you're a good times girl. Good time girls, won't you come out tonight? Yeah, I don't like that. I'm not going to play that again. It's not, it annoys me. Um, following the hearing, Fitzpatrick was dismissed. Spokesperson for the force said the allegations were found proven and panel decided that this officer would be dismissed without notice. <sighs> Press F for respect. Just RIP in peace. I'm sad. I'm, I am saddened. I think she sounds like a right laugh. I'm, I'm tempted to start a change.org petition to try and get her reinstated. Although I'll be concerned that, you know, with the corruption, the systemic corruption in the police force, that it's just, uh, look, this is the, the police station that she worked at. It's just a bloody house. It's one of those little village ones. There's probably about four people in it. You know, what, like, how bad, like, how how much of a sort of, how bad can she be contributing to, is she causing a toxic culture with her swearing and occasional farts? Like, really? Really? I, if it was a man doing it, it would all be like, toxic masculinity! There's a kind of awful culture of toxically masculine banter! Ugh. But um, I disagree. Just, you know, a few trumps here and there. A couple of, you know, um, <laughs> we've got enough Trump over there to go around. Fuck off. Um, it, uh, yeah, anyway, I'm saddened. I'm saddened by it. So, you know, I'll be pouring one out to her tonight. Pouring one to the curb from a fallen homie. And, um, you know, I'm, I, I think the force is, is, is worse without her. Worse off without her. I think it may take the force a generation to recover from the loss. She was she was a maverick. She was a renegade, played by no one's rules but her own. Uh, she took down Bin Laden. She took down uh, Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi. Uh, she took down many other uh, ISIS leaders. They don't mention any of that. They don't mention the school bus full of nuns that she saved. Uh, they don't mention the... Um, 4,000-person-strong pedo ring that she smashed. They don't mention any of that. They're just more concerned about her taking a little trip to Trumpton outside the sergeant's office. It is a disgrace. An absolute disgrace. Uh, right, well, come on, what else have we got? <coughs> Sorry. Uh, to do this whole vegetarian dad routine, it seems annoying, but, you know, might as well as we're here. Vegetarian dad's explosive rant as McDonald's gives him the wrong order twice. It seems to be cropping up in a lot of memes, just like parents destroying fast food workers because of wrong order, wrong orders. Like, I'm about to destroy this man's career. Uh, this is the moment. This is the, I'm probably a bit reverb for this. This is the moment a man lost his temper at, at McDonald's staff after they gave him the wrong order twice. An unidentified dad had ordered vegetarian food at a drive-thru, but was given hamburgers instead. Hamburgers. Uh, he stormed into the restaurant, restaurant in Aylesford, Kent, on Sunday evening and started shouting at staff. Well, let's have a look at this prick. What absolute prick?
This is what happens when you haven't got enough meat in your diet. Oh, look at that pointy finger. Give him a carrot, tell him to fuck off. Touch me with that pointy finger again, mate. Your wish you hadn't. What an absolute bell end. I mean, Jesus Christ. It's not like he found, he's uh, not like he opened up his burger and someone had jizzed in it. Jesus. He said, Who do you guys think you are? How did you get it wrong twice? It's like, all right, well, look, maybe give, give us, you know, give us half an hour and we'll, we'll, we'll look into, you know, perhaps there was a break in protocol or something, or perhaps just mere human error has caused, you know, you to get hamburgers instead of, I don't know even what you would order a vegetarian in a, in a McDonald's, chips, probably. Maybe they've got some sort of veggie burger. Probably. I don't know. I'm not a representative of McDonald's. I don't work there. I've never worked there. I'm not saying I wouldn't. I'm just saying I currently don't. So, I mean, just, why am I even bothering this? Why am I even giving this airtime? Why is no one stopping me? What's going on? Landlords request daily unprotected sex in exchange for rent. Oh, grim. Oh, God. Why is this? Why is, right, come on, let's get into this pigeon. <laughs> he is much more fun. He is fit. Uh, Lionel Messi of pigeons. Uh, pigeon, Lionel Messi of the pigeon world sells for a million bucks. A pigeon described as the best ever. <laughs> best ever pigeon wow um i don't know if you've ever seen pigeons but this one best ever look at him look at that beak fit yeah this is effectively the big bottomed instagram girl of pigeons best ever i believe that's how that's um so <laughs> so i think best ever woman is one of those girls with big bottoms on instagram Fuck's sake. Um, a pigeon described as the best ever. It's been sold for a world record fee of more than a million bucks. Joel uh, Verschutz Bird, Armando, good name for a bird, was sold by auction house Pippa for uh, 1.25 million euros, just over a million pounds, after a two-week online bidding war. Who's out there paying a million quid for a pigeon? What are you going to do with it? Got, like, go and put it somewhere, see if it comes home. Like, what else is there to do with it? Like, have him on your shoulder? You build him a little throne? Will you make him a little pigeon palace? Maybe he's really good at, because pigeons are really good at smuggling drugs. He's got a little little knapsack full of pingers. Yeah, little feathery prick. Little feathery knapsack full of drugs, full of ding-dings. Yeah. And uh, get him, you know, and he can go and fly, I don't know, over uh, over over borders or into prisons or, I don't know, maybe past security, festivals, something like that. Um, but, I mean, he must be he must be have to carry a lot of drugs to make the million quid back. Don't know. Uh, Nicholas Giles Brecht, the founder and chief executive of Pippa, said, this pigeon, this pigeon has a race record that has never been matched by any other pigeon. In football terms, you'd have uh, Messi or Ronaldo. It's that level. I don't know where this Dutchman's from. I'm not quite sure which part of Holland this, this guy's from. I think he might have spent some time in South Africa and maybe even a little on, in Australia. Uh, the figure made Armando the most valuable bird ever sold online uh, on a, in an online auction, according to Pippa, uh, dwarfing the previous record of only 300 grand. Pfft, I spit on a 300 grand pigeon. Nothing. Pathetic. What a, what a waste of feathers. Seriously, one absolute waste of feathers. Uh, that was last November. It also beat the uh, record offline price of five hundred grand. Again, pathetic. He's worth bloody Amando's worth double that. That means he's twice as good. He's twice as sexy. His feet are half as mangled. Armando uh, also attracted bids from other countries around the world, including the United States, South Africa, and Belgium. Uh, but the price, already a record, was pushed up by about 700 grand by two Chinese fanciers in the final hours of the two-week auction. Um, Mr. Mr. Geiselbrecht um, said there was nobody in the pigeon world who thought this would happen. <laughs> we were, uh, even Mike Tyson, uh, we were hoping for four or five hundred grand. 
and maybe a little bit dreaming of sex. Damn, hell of a pigeon, though. Jesus, look at him. Oh, I don't even know if I have... What well, I mean, I, do I have a, a sound effect that could even do it justice? Maybe. Padgage. 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 Yeah, I mean, that, that pigeon can smuggle a lot of heat in its padgage. Armando is retired from racing for fi uh, at five years. What, he's retired? He's not even going to race anymore. Oh, he holds such high value because of potential breeding. Uh-huh. Armando's going to be slicking some dick. Mm-hmm. He's going to be waggling that little pigeon wanger around. His million-dollar pigeon wanger. Just slicking it around like there's no tomorrow. Uh, a number of his offspring were sold for five-finger sums in the same auction. The bird has been described as the Lewis Hamilton of pigeons. Come on, right, is there, like, we keep going. Michael Jackson, no, no hold on. Um, uh, but the name does not impress Mr. Ge uh, Mr. Geiselbrecht. I don't know how important Lewis Hamilton is to Formula One. Is he the best ever? Maybe Schumacher. The pigeon is the best ever. Like, Lewis Hamilton, just small fries, small potatoes compared to this pigeon. This, this pigeon is basically God. We might as well all start bowing down to our new pigeon overlord. Oh, these beautiful feathery tits. Come on, just waiting for him to dump his million-dollar pigeon jizz where all the other little pigeons can mop it up and try and have his kids. He is going to be the most ridiculous pigeon baby daddy He's going to have about 500 little pigeon kids and they're going to all be coming to him for child support and he's going to be like, nah, man, I'm the pig I'm pigeon Jesus, motherfuckers. You get the fuck out of here. Uh, while the high-value uh, sale has brought publicity to the pigeon world, it's not been without controversy. <laughs> okay, good. A lot of people, a lot of people I know congratulate me. I think it's good. But there's also a group of people that do not like that so much money is involved. It's like in football. Uh, when some people can't believe the money's being paid. There's some who don't like it. Uh, <laughs> Andy Giles, uh, Andy Gills, says that'll be the most expensive dinner the cat's ever had. Oh, dear. Well, hopefully in a couple of weeks, I don't have a follow-up story of, uh, you know, a harrowing tale of, you know, pigeon dinner. Oh, it'll be tasty, though. Oh, lovely, lovely, tasty bit of pigeon. Mm-hmm. Right, let's have some more shoe throwers. Uh, let's have this Ed Rush remix of Sleazebag by Mephius. Might as well, eh? As we're here. listening on facebook don't be afraid to smash that share button hey if you're listening on youtube don't be afraid to share the stream either smash that like button as well smash it like it bird mooth jamar this is a great record Squiffington saying, fun fact, pigeons are noble creatures in Nigeria, the same family as doves. The West has turned them into rats with wings and general pricks. Well, that's a fun fact. Not sure about your anti-West sentiment, but, you know, <laughs> your anti-West rhetoric. <laughs> 
But God bless you anyhow. <laughs> Thanks to Rubix. Thanks to Build on YouTube. Hitting some donations on the Super Chat. Fine pair of gentlemen. I would say this is definitely a contender for Shoe Thrower of the Week. But that bad district tune from yesterday. <laughs> That's a peculiar noise. Damn, that bad district tune from yesterday is freaking <laughs> wild. Um, right, look, what else have we got? Come on. Come on, guys. We're here now, aren't we? Let's get some more of these hilarious news stories like they do on the coffee and the memes. Uh, man who changed his name to Michael Jackson, raising funds to reverse it. God bless him. Dad, who was so obsessed with Michael Jackson that he legally changed his name to that of the late star and spent £1 million on memorabilia. This is just the day of people spending money on dumb shit, isn't it? Um, That said, you know, you might be able to make a pound note out of that that spenny pigeon. Never know. On memorabilia, now desperately trying to change it back after the singer's reputation was tarnished by allegations of sexual assault against children. Oh, look, there's video of him. Come on then, let's, uh, let's bring him up, see what he's got to say for himself. It's two minutes long, I don't know how much I could be able to take. My name is John Michael Jackson. Uh, it's a name I changed by Depot in 2015. Um, in light of the recent allegations that have come into the news and the documentary Leaving Neverland, I'm desperately trying to change my name so I can try to get a job back in the care industry. My original birth name was Ben Lomas and I have changed it twice since then with not liking the name in the first place. What made me change my name to Michael Jackson? Um, I was a very big fan, a lifelong fan and at the time I thought it was very shiny um, sofa. a nice tribute to him. I used to be a huge Michael Jackson fan. My first concert was the History Tour back in 97 um, which turned out to be the last time he ever played in this country as well. Um, from then I collected everything, dolls, memorabilia, music, literally if it was out I wanted it, I got it. I got so much memorabilia together at one point that I actually had a Michael Jackson room. The walls were covered in posters, flags, um, I had bookcases of toys. A couple of years ago um, I got back in contact with my daughter and I needed money uh, to move away from where I was living in Liverpool and I sold the entire collection to fund that. How has having the name Michael Jackson connected to me changed my view in recent events? Um, It's something I don't want to be carrying with me. The stigma is too much and it is going to be a hindrance if I'm trying to work in the care industry. How have friends and family reacted to my name change? Um, Negatively, they didn't think it was a good idea. uh, (laughs) No shit! If if I want to do something, I'm, I'm going to do it. How has all this changed in light of the recent film? Um, I think that it speaks for itself. Anybody who's watched that film um, or knows any of the background. Well, well, anyway, okay. The thing is, he's only trying to raise 120 quid. What? Now, John, who currently works in a factory, is raising funds to secure the £120 needed to make the change uh, by deed poll. Look, I mean, whatever film crew have gone round there, can't they just have a fucking whip round giving the cash? Jesus. I mean, look at that shiny sofa. He's got he's sat on a silver sofa. That's effectively a throne. When you can't you can't you'll probably got 120 quid in change down the back of that thing, mate. You've got a bloody brand new iPhone. You're looking to What why are you, why are you telling everyone how stupid you are? Why not just quietly get your 120 quid, go and get your name changed and just pretend it never happened? Why why look this has got seven and a half thousand shares on Lad Bible. And you're like, 
But uh, I think I need. I think I need to make a public statement about it all. This is really important, just to get it. No one, no one cares. Just go and what have you got? I bet you've got a just giving page. Have you? Has he got a just giving page? Uh, to donate. Yeah, click here. Right. What have we got? Go fund me. You got to go fund me. £120 goal. It doesn't say how much it's got. You have have millions in Jack Scoff Jackson memorabilia. No, he said he sold it all. Why not sell it and use that money? Uh, I'm sure there are other ways to get noticed. Uh, Also, seriously learn how to use the full stop. A super fan would not believe the stories after watching the documentary. Oh, this is a nice spin on it. Like, if you were really a fan of Jacko, you know, if you were an actual true fan, you wouldn't you wouldn't believe those guys, those boys. Um, also, the allegations have been around for a long time. You're most likely trying to live off uh, off the public, and we'll go on to greater scams. Okay, so this is just a sort of entry level scam. A scam, is it? Uh, you don't actually need money to change your name on Depol. Just go to this website. Okay. <laughs> you'll, you'll probably find you didn't do it in the, in the end. I mean, if you did find out that he was all cleared of everything, would you change it back? Dude, I can't believe he's got a fucking... My name is Michael. It's John Michael Jackson. This is because I used to be a fan of Michael Jackson. Having Asperger's, I do tend to have special interest in certain things. All right. Well, okay. All right. I'm letting you off the hook if you've, you know. Uh, given the new evidence that's come to light on the... But still, though, <clears throat> look, you can just... Well, okay, you're blaming it on, on Asperger's, which I think is probably, you know, neither here nor there, really. You've obviously got 120 quid. <laughs> come on. There he is. Um, sell that mug. There you go. That's a that's a couple of quid, isn't it? Uh, what else you got? It's... He's a disgrace. God bless him, though. Look at him on his silver throne. <laughs> He's hilarious. Um, I was very obsessed with Michael Jackson. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, I've supported him blindly for years. Uh, but it has come to a point with everything recently that I have thought, no more. There is too much doubt, and I'm now left with this need that I need to get rid of. Uh, I'm trying to get... Do you think that... But there are some people whose names just are Michael Jackson. You know, they were born before Michael Jackson was famous. Is it going to be a problem for them? Like, and if Michael's your middle name, you're just going around called John Jackson. What's the problem with that? Mm, he's just looking for attention. He's just looking for attention. Pad, I just walk in, play like the sickest sets. People just go nuts. Um, what else we got? All right, so we continue on the lines of the uh, name changing. Friends inspires lads. Princess Consuela Banana Hammock. Name change. Um, have you ever watched something on TV? Wow, he, he really has done it, hasn't he? Uh, he's kept his first name, Ricky Princess. Wow. <clears throat> have you ever watched something on TV and wanted to copy it yourself? Let's face it. Uh, we've all thought about how much fun it would be to slide down the stairs on a sledge, Home Alone style. But what about changing your name by Depol to include Princess Consuela Banana Hammock? Just like Phoebe from Friends. Or is that taking things a little bit too far? Um, this guy looks uh, odd. Yeah. Um, well, I'm pleased to be able to introduce you to Ricky Princess Consuela Banana Hammock Reigns. Uh, got a nice ring to it, hasn't it? This 30-year-old was inspired during a lazy day, <laughs> friends-a-thon with his mate. The group were having a few beers, and before you know it, Ricky was uh, imitating the name change scene. The scene in question is from the episode The One with Princess Consuela, uh, which aired on the 26th of February 2004. It sees the zany Phoebe Buffet... Uh, intending to change her surname after her wedding to Mike Hannigan. When she turns up to complete the necessary paperwork, the man behind the desk tells her she can change the name to anything she wants. Uh, it's safe to say she grabs the opportunity with both hands, rejecting her initial choice of uh, Phoebe Buffet, um, Phoebe Buffet, <clears throat> in favour of the aforementioned Princess Consuela Banana Hammock. Uh, well, why not? Speaking uh, to speaking to Lad Bible about his own wacky decision, Ricky said, "The lazy day, how are you? The lazy day turned into a few drinks and a takeaway, and you know a couple of ratchy fucking drinks and that, and a couple of lights and the good stuff. Anyway, this episode's come on. You know the one with Phoebe changes name and that light now, the fucking light bulb moment and that. Maybe it could have been the vodka and that light. Ah, we are too fucking like we go down the grove for the milkshake to compensate. Anyway, I changed my fucking name and that light." 
my friend Google changed name by Deepol, so I did what I needed to do in that leak and ended up making a phone call. Asked if it was the same in America where you can change it to anything you want in that leak. Luckily, the guy on the other end of the line said, yeah, yeah, are we, as long as it's not offensive in that lake. As long as you can't say tits or booger or, or something like that, it's fine. So I anyway, I changed it, and I like to Ricky Princess Consuela Banana Hammock Reigns. Wow, there it is. A lot of people posting pictures of their passports in the last, uh, in the last um, couple of articles. I don't know how good, that, how smart that is. There he is. Uh, there's Ricky uh, with a dog that looks about as impressed as you should be with that name change. He continued, the guy just laughed and asked if I was serious. I said yes, and the rest is history. Doesn't bother me that much really, apart from when I have to give my full title, mainly telephone banking. I just say Ricky Reigns, and I always ask for my full title, so I say it under my breath and wait for a giggle each time. There's also a paragraph in my passport basically saying I'm not a real princess. <laughs> I shouldn't get any preferential treatment at the airport. <laughs> the holder is Ricky Princess Consuela Banana Hammock Reigns. The reference to Princess is not to the second forename. Uh, it, oh, it's to the second forename of the holder uh, and not the holder's title. Do princesses get special treatment at airports? Yeah. Look, we're all princesses, okay? If you want to be a princess, you can be a princess. We're all princesses. Snips here is a princess. You know, it's fine. You know, it's just, it's, she, he identifies as a princess. We're all princesses. Uh, there's also, uh, yeah, uh, and when it comes to Ricky's logic with the Reigns part of his name, he said, I wanted something that rolled off my tongue. Can't argue with that. Uh, despite the joke surrounding his name, there is a more serious reason behind Ricky's decision to make the change. He told Lab Bible, basically, I didn't want my dad's family name. It's been on my mind for a while, uh, but I never did anything about it. Uh, I'm gay and my dad hates the fact that I am. Oh, that's a shame. Um... Uh, so it's just two fingers to him, basically. All right, fair enough. Yeah, all right. All right, I, I'm, yeah. They say, well, fair enough then. What a guy. I agree. Good work, Ricky. I'm on your side. Um, right, what have we got? I have another couple of, couple of other shoeies, little shoes. Oh, let's do this Pikachu bit. That's a bit fun, isn't it? Here we go. Talking about ham wallets in the chat for. Telekinesis. It's out now on Blackout. Unsurprisingly entitled Pikachu. Why not? Might as well.
Jimmy's unimpressed with the vocal. Drum and bass is serious business. It's not for messing about. If you want to mess about, you go to dubstep, okay? There are no rules there. It is last days of Rome. Yeah, 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 okay, right, good. Uh, so that's uh, Pikachu, spelt with a one by Telekinesis, sat now on Blackout. Uh, that's divided opinion in the chat. Uh, I am, I'm on the fence, you know, I like some of it, don't like other bits. Uh, I actually like, the, I like the vocal, but I hate the rest of the tune. Nah, it's not, I think it's alright, bit fun in it. Yeah, a bit fun in it, lightens the load, you know, you got you, you to laugh and you cry if you don't. Anyway, uh, where are we? Yep. Woman nearly died after injecting fruit smoothie into her veins. <sighs> oh dear. Well, I guess um, <laughs> it's just it's the it's the rampant onslaught of vegan propaganda. Um, we've all been told about the health benefits of fruits and vegetables and how we should be eating as many as seven different types a day. Mm, maybe uh, many of us might even have joked about how uh, how much easier it is to inject it all straight into our bodies rather than throwing it down our throats. Uh, but surely no one would actually do it. Surely! Um, Stuart Perry here of the Lab Bible. Unfortunately, someone was silly enough to do just that. A woman known only as Zheng from the Hunan province of South China blended up a smoothie of 20 different kinds of fruits and chucked the mixture into an intravenous drip. Who's out there buying intravenous drips? Uh, according to the South China Morning Post, the 51-year-old was into unconventional health treatments. And this seems to be one of the more unusual ones she decided to follow. Uh, just because the fruit might have some nutrients inside them doesn't mean you inject them straight into your goddamn veins. Jeez. Right, okay. Uh, sorry, one sec. Uh, while she uh, didn't immediately suffer any adverse reactions, it didn't take long for her arm to get itchy and she also developed a fever. Feng tried to... It's Zeng. It's a... Uh... This uh, Stuart character, he's, uh, he's a notorious troublemaker. I've, uh, I've, I've encountered his work before. Fang tried to get Zeng. God, get me on it now. Um, uh, Zeng tried to keep it a secret, but her husband could see that she was in distress and eventually convinced her to go to hospital. Once she was admitted, doctors were shocked at her condition. Uh, Dr. Lu uh, Janzu told the... Uh, Zhang Morning Herald that she had developed an infection in her liver, kidney and heart and was at risk of multiple organ failure. Thankfully, the team at the hospital nursed the 51-year-old back to health after putting her on dialysis and giving her antibiotics and anti-clogging medicine. Zheng said, How are you? <laughs> She said, I, th I thought fresh fruits were very, nutrition, very nutritious and they would not do me any harm injecting them into my body. I had no idea that I would get, that I would get into such trouble. I mean, you can do yourself a big disservice by eating too much. I mean, I think you only have, if you were to eat the pips along with an apple, you haven't got to go through that many before you will die of arsenic poisoning. Like, it's something like 10 or 12 apples. It's, it's really, it's, if you're eating the pips, just don't eat the pips. That's all I'm saying. I'm just here to help. Just don't eat the pips. Uh, fairly out of the ordinary, right? Well, it would seem. Uh, well, it seems like this sort of question: What would happen if I injected this liquid into um, my body? Isn't confined to just Fang. On Reddit, someone asked whether or not it was a good idea if they pushed Gatorade into their veins and was promptly told not to do it. One person replied: Considering you're probably not sterilizing it, nor the puncture site, you'd end up with a really nasty infection. Everything that isn't sterilized is crawling with bacteria, and they've just given them a free pass into your bloodstream. Past your first and best line of defense, your skin. Just to be clear, under zero circumstances you, should you inject anything without the guidance of a medical professional. Thanks for that, lad Bible. Cheers, cheers for that. Something's ringing down there. It's not me. Well, it is me. Just ignore that, I guess. Don't even know where the phone is. Um, 
Right, look, distracted boyfriend meme couple uh, being used by Hungarian government uh, for pro-family policy. That is lovely stuff, isn't it? Uh, ever since... Oh, Stuart Perry again. <sighs> Christ. Ever since the stock image of three people were uploaded to Shutterstock, people uh, have run a mile with them. The distracted boyfriend meme went absolutely viral with people morphing the couples and other women into anything they desired. Jack Black recently recreated the now infamous shot purely by chance. The couple have a reputation for being a little rocky, so it's surprising to see the Hungarian government use them <laughs> to promote a pro-family policy. Um, it's quite actually quite an old photo, I think. There was a good photo of them all having met up again, and they, they've aged very badly. Um, <laughs> we, don't <laughs> we don't think using them as a, post, uh, as a poster couple for strong Australian relationship is a good idea, guys. Well, I don't care what you think. Uh, Stuart Perry, I actually think that it is a good idea to use them uh, as a as a uh, strong couple because, like I say, they are they are holding it together despite uh, the gentleman's wandering eyes, and I think that 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 is uh, honourable. You know that they're putting the children first. You know that it's a selfless act uh, to keep their clearly loveless relationship. A loveless, sexless marriage together to make sure that they raise decent children. They have, you know, put their own feelings and own emotions and own short-term gratification aside and have knuckled down on their responsibilities. Something which you probably wouldn't know anything about, Stuart Perry of the Lab Bible. And, uh, you know, I think that they, they truly encapsulates the, you know, the responsibility and care for children that a, a you know, a decent family unit requires uh, the caption of the sign reads the caption of the sign reads young married couples are receiving support while they expect a baby okie dokie uh, more like he's receiving support from that woman walking down the street am i right uh the poster is what does that even mean what's su- he's receiving support right okay is that a, an erection joke i don't even know the poster is designed to promote traditional families and increase the population of Hungary. Well, cheating on your partner sure could increase the birth rate. Birth rate, right? Okay, I'll stop. Yes, please do. Uh, Hungarian President Viktor Orbán has recently introduced other me- methods to pump up the numbers, including offering income tax exemption for life for women with four or more kids. Right. That. It, okay. That's um. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, that seems like a... Uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, ha- you're going to... Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I guess I need to have a think about that one. Uh, in all, I mean, it's not like I'm about to go out and try and affect Hungarian policy. <laughs> I just I don't, like, I don't know how much, you know, how much good me disagreeing or agreeing with it is going to do, really. How much, you know, Viktor Orban the Hungarian president gives whether or not he gives two shits about my opinion. Maybe he's a listener. Maybe he's part of the lobster crew. He just hasn't revealed himself. I don't know. Uh, In all of Europe, uh, there are fewer and fewer children. And the answer of the West uh, to this is migration, Alban said in his annual state of the national address recently. They want as many migrants to enter as there are missing kids so that the numbers will add up. The Hungarians have a different way of thinking. Instead of just numbers, we want Hungarian children. Migration for us is surrender, right? Okay. Uh, uh, the photographer who shot the distracted boyfriend meme uh, was understandably confused when he saw his work being used all over the internet. The couple and other women were also shocked at how quickly it took off. Um, yeah, I was from 2015. Wow, yeah, they have aged a lot in um, in four years. I mean, just that's that's the life of the meme, really, though, isn't it? You know, you just start whirling around the internet, start whirling around, you know, your 4chans, all of that. Ages you, man. Ages you. Uh, right, okay, get one more shoe thrower in, and then it's time to go up next, actually, at 11 o'clock is the Combine Show, uh, which was previously being aired on a Sunday, but now I'm moving all the shows to uh, midweek um, for more convenience. And it's a right of a show, so I very much suggest sticking around for the next two hours on Threshold.fm. It won't be on YouTube or Facebook. It will just be on Threshold.fm. So use the iPhone app or the Android app and uh, enjoy it because it's a hell of a bloody show. Uh, This is Lasers and Stuff by A. Cray. Uh, Out now on Eat Brain. 
Lasers and stuff by A. Cray. This leaves me time to shout out the VIP list. It's a fine bunch of humans that are supporting the station and the show on Patreon. You get lots of good stuff if you support on Patreon. You get your name shouted out at the end of every show in the morning. You get your name on the VIP list on the website. You get access to the special VIP lounge on Discord where you get to join the Green Gang. And also, you get a free pack of stickers sent to you wherever you are in the world. And you get this month, you get a free Rankin' Audio drum and bass drum hits pack worth 15 quid, which you can download for free. And you get 30% off all Rankin' Audio sample packs at rankinaudio.com. So if you, wanna, if you want all of those fine, fine bonuses and plenty more to come, go to uh, support the station on threshold.fm or go to our Patreon page, which is patreon.com slash thresholdfm sign up join the ranks of Oliver Hooper Nicholas Gonclaus Tom Ryan Reese Mosson Squidgy Beats Parsons Paulie Hutton uh, uh, Kieran R Michael Kaczynski Dave to- uh, Matthew Tompkins Dave Long Joel Potter Cole Murphy Sam Howard Tony J Richard Patterson Jack Murphy Tom Cam Stephen Harris Matthew Bullard Zara Pickle Jerome Van Thunderbutt Mike Pye Anthony Walker Lillian Sub Richard Franks Thomas Hall Chode Ryder Andrew Heiselbeck John Finnison The BDR Crew Peter Blatchford Austin Grief Cooper Gozy Lightfield Ryan Glazer James Parry Dave Thompson Hendo Bartendo Lady Swiffington Liam the Menace Underwood Dan fucking Morris A guy with no STDs Justin Mercer Ames MCs Josh, William, Josh Williams Rob Humphreys Shibby T, Coco Shiva, Dan Elton, Tyron Wilmore, Mr. Pope, Dark Progressive Sidetrance is actually superior to drama bass, Nicholas Lawsey, Damon Rayner, Chris Brakes, uh, The Build, Car- uh, Carissa Bartholson, Odin Bates, Lee Fuller, D, Daniel Genvy, F- uh, Flaxis, Alexander Cassidy, and Matt Right. Thank you so much to everyone supporting. You're all wonderful humans. I'll be back tomorrow morning at 10am with more coffee, more memes, more more of the good stuff, you know, more of the mother-loving good stuff. Um, I love you. I love you all. Thank you so much for listening. I absolutely appreciate the fuck out of every single one of you. I'm enormously grateful. I'm enormously grateful to everyone supporting on Patreon and helping me drive this mad war machine along. Everyone is joining the cult. Everyone is, uh, if, you, if you haven't already, do join the Discord. It's a lot of fun. There's good action going on in there. And you, you can find the link to that on the YouTube stream. Uh, or I'll post it in this stream uh, for, um, for everybody. If you bear with me one, m- one tiny, tiny moment just here. Okay, copy. Okay, post it now into the comments. Okay, we're, we're posting. Here we go. There it is now posted in the comments wow that's great um oh yeah sorry paulie has changed his name to something about australia and i keep forgetting to change it on the site i do apologize um I'm, yeah i'm sorry about my fascist bully boy tactics but hey what are you gonna do right look i love you all i will see you tomorrow at 10 hang around on threshold.fm for the combine show it is a they have some seriously good bloody music on it and uh that's fine by me All right, goodbye, 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 goodbye.